Hello, this is Bill Lytell one more time with some wisdom for your walk. Um, I want to talk to you about an unusual place in the Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 16 following. Uh, Paul is, as, is being accused of the Corinthians. Some of the Corinthian people have come in and accused him of not being a real apostle, and not, his ministry is not really a good ministry. And and he becomes kind of a, he, he says this, one, No man think me a fool, if otherwise, yet as a fool receive me, that I may boast myself a little. Uh, in verse 18, he says, Seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will glory also. And so he talks about boasting of his ministry. He uh, speaks foolishly, and he often says, This is crazy, this is foolish to do this. But he said, you people want it this way. You don't believe in any other way. I'm going to boast of my ministry. I don't think there's a thing wrong with being with boasting a little of, of the ministry that God's given you. In other words, if you're not excited about your ministry, who's going to be excited about your ministry? If you're not enthused about it, who's going to be enthused about it? If you don't think it's important, who's going to think it's important? Uh, if you, so let's say God's giving you a ministry of the bus, bus ministry, out picking boys and girls up or, you know, shaking the bushes, going out there and trying to get boys and girls, men and women to know Christ. It's just simply a soul winning method. That's all it is. Bus ministry is another of the many soul winning methods. You go out and say, hey, we'll bring your kids Sunday school back and eventually you get mom and dad interested. They'll come and maybe for a baptism or something. And I've seen whole families saved. The Asher family was saved. In our church, right through the bus ministry, we've had whole families saved. People have told me, all the bus ministry, it never produces any lasting fruit. Let me tell you, if you're listening to me now, that's a lie. That is absolutely a lie. First of all, that's a no-faith statement. That's a person with no faith in the Word of God. They don't believe it's sharp. They don't believe it's powerful. They don't believe where the Word of God goes, it produces its own fruit. And so they do nothing, setting their hands and criticize everybody else trying to do something. That's it. You run into them. I call them naysayers. They're the people who say, oh, it's too expensive to do run a bus and pay for the bus and everything. You never get any real members. You never get any real. We don't do everything just for our own local church. We do things for the eternal kingdom of God. Maybe maybe some of these people don't join our church, but they get right with God later on. They heard the gospel so many times. It's been said by an evangelist that four people get saved, they have to hear the gospel about 7.5 times. I don't know who does a point five, but 7.5 times. In other words, they hear the gospel seven different ways from seven different people before they say, hey, you know, I want to be saved. I believe that's true. I've seen that myself. And so Paul said, look, man, I'm going to become a fool and glory and, and boast a little bit of my ministry. He said, are they Hebrews? I'm a Hebrew. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they a seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. In labor is more abundant, and stripes above measure, and prison is more frequent, and deaths often. And he goes on, Jews of five times, I see 40 stripes save one. Unbelievable. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Simply unbelievable. Once I was stoned, thrice I shipwrecked. A night and a day I spent in the deep. That's wild. I mean, in journeys often in perils of water, perils of robbers, perils of my own countrymen, perils of the heathen, perils of city, perils of wilderness, perils of the sea, 
perils of false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, and watchings often in hunger and thirst, and fattings often in cold and nakedness. Beside those things which are without, that shall come with the me daily the care of all the churches. Hello, hello. I don't know anybody even close to suffering kind of like that. But he's boasting himself, and here, this is what God's had me to do. Now, folks, if you're in a Sunday school teacher, you ought to be you ought to boast a little about Sunday school. You know, words, what I'm trying to say, and you ought to promote Sunday school, your ministry. You ought not to look at it like, oh, I get to teach Sunday school in class, and but but you know, it's not very good, and I just don't really think anybody be enthused about. It. You ought to be enthused about your Sunday school class. You ought to be enthused about your your uh, junior church worship services. You ought to be enthused about your nursing home, going to nursing home, telling people about Jesus. You ought to be enthused about your door-to-door ministry if that's what you're doing. You ought to be enthused about your care ministry and helps ministry for shut-ins and people in trouble, sick or something, taking stuff to them. Uh, we had a pet ministry at the gospel. We've had some crazy ministries at the gospel. I mean, even in the normality, they were outside the edges. We had a pet ministry uh, where, where pets, where people would take their dogs to nursing homes and and they had to qualify them and everything, and let the old people, the Alzheimer folks, pet their dog, and then they'd tell them about Jesus. What a ministry! We had a, we have, we had for many years a, a flea market ministry. I started flea market ministry, and we had a bunch of naysayers on it. Preacher, it's a waste of money, waste of time. We had two two people saved, and asked Jesus to save them the first the first day we were there. I believe that was God's confirmation on. The flea market ministry. Within six months, we had six people that trust Christ their Savior, bow their head, and ask Jesus after a good, full explanation of the gospel. You say, brother, did they really get saved? Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. You know, I'm not in the saving business. I'm in the telling business. Go in the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go tell the world. I'm, that's what we're supposed to do. I tell if Jesus is saved. Paul says some plants, some water, but God gives the increase, didn't he? It's God that gives the increase. Don't go around saying, well, I, I I haven't seen anybody saved for a while, so I guess my ministry is no good. You just keep sowing. You just keep throwing the old gospel seed out there, and one of them's going to land on some good soil, and God's going to prosper it, and God's going to bring forth fruit that remains, because that is his ministry. That is his part of the process. Our part is to speak it, to, to go preach it, tell it, tell it to the mountains, tell it everywhere, and then let God take a word of God which has been preached, which has been told, which has been repeated, and do a good work. Hey, you got a ministry? Be a fool. Brag about it some. I mean, I don't don't put down anybody else's ministry now. Don't do it. But but be be thrilled about what you're doing. You got a nursery ministry? Man, you ought to go around and say, hey, man, I do a nursery ministry. I take care of the babies so that the preacher can have some sanity while he's out there preaching. Don't have a bunch of crying. Don't have every 20 people around every baby being distracted and, and listen, not listening to a thing of sermons, not listening to a thing the preacher's saying, that kind of thing. My, oh, by the minute, oh, the nursery ministry is a great ministry, and those who do it are my heroes. Uh, on and on it goes, brother. As Paul was forced, I suppose, as a fool to... Boast a little of his ministry, so as a fool, I boast of my ministry as a preacher. I hope you boast of your ministry some, or whatever it is that God has given you, because you do have a ministry, and if you don't, you need to get one, because God has one for you. 
because God has a ministry for everybody, everybody. May God help you in this wisdom for your walk.